Okay, changing screens. Episode 58. Let's go. Counting down. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of the Roll Jump Media podcast. I am your host, Ray, and joined by me, with me once again, are my co-hosts, Jose and Luis. What's going on, guys? It's been a couple weeks. How you how you guys doing? It has. Um, it's it's nice to be back. Hello, everyone. Yes. Yeah. Hello, hello everyone. Good morning, everyone. Um, uh, I feel like it's gonna be a good Saturday. So, uh, but yes, it's been a while since we've been out here. We we did it this year. We did. Uh, how many did we do this year so far? I think three podcasts. Not too bad. I think so. I believe yeah, so. it hasn't been too bad. Yeah. Very good, very good. Quick uh, rundown of what we're going to be talking about today on this fine Saturday. We're going to be talking about our video game draft. We're going to see how things are shaking up because February, as you know, is a pretty hot month. And um, one of my co-hosts is saying that the board's looking kind of sus or it's looking a little <laughs> spicy. So we'll see what's, what's going on there. We're going to go over the Sifu and Horizon reviews, see how those games are doing, since those are some of the pretty big releases of this month. And um, did I? Oh, we're going to go over the Nintendo Direct, a quick recap of that. I know it's been a, over a week since that happened, but we'll just go over the highlights there. And if we have time, we'll give our thoughts about NFTs. I'll give an overview of what they are and our opinion on how it's going to affect gaming. Sound good to y'all? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. First things first, we're going to go ahead and jump into this uh, this video game draft. So let me go ahead and change my screen here. Go here. I'm going to zoom in just a tad. So we got room, switching screens. All right. All right, so we're right here. Uh, let's see what the, the points looking like. I got the most points? Jose, What? why you got negative points? Because um, <laughs> uh, the counter, counter pick. Oh. oh, it could have been much worse then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. It's 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 good considering like none of my games have come out. But right, I was right. like, how the hell do I have negative points so early? Oh. <laughs> but, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Dang, two of my games already came out. Okay, let's go ahead and check this uh, this board then. All right, so Jose's games are st- are still not uh, released yet. He counterpicked Dialing Two, which was a pretty is was a really good counterpick actually. Only lost six points there. That was supposed to be at least a mid '80s game. I would I was thinking. Um, others had different opinions on that, but. Had high confidence in that game, uh, did me dirty, so it is what it is. <laughs> Let's see. Next up, we have Cassandra. She had Sifu release, and that has an 80 on Metacritic or Open Critic, which is a decent score. Uh, yeah, I feel decent, like. Decent Go pick. ahead. Yeah, just like a, a decent pick. Yeah, and. We're going to talk about Sifu in a little bit, but I feel like it should have got a higher score, but we'll get into it Same. later. Okay. 
All right, all right. Okay, and as for my games, Dying Light 2 came out and got a 76 on Open Critic. Uh, not very good, uh, seeing as it was my third pick overall. Um, I don't know what happened here. I guess I was too fixated on the actual gameplay and how hype it looked to just do traversal and whatnot. And I think I thought they would follow through with the story. Seems like the story's kind of middling, borderline trash. So <laughs> I think that's holding it back a lot. And some things from Dying Light, the first one seems to be better than in the first one rather than the sequel, which is crazy. But yeah. And what it's my saving grace so far is Horizon bal balancing things out on my team. Has an 89 on Open Critic, giving me uh, 19 points, giving me that that boost I needed after that Dying Light 2 L. <laughs> All right, and then lastly we have Luis. None of his games have come out just yet. Team looking solid. Everybody's team looks pretty solid actually overall. Mm -hmm. Okay, not much to go over here. You guys wanna? comment on anything make any changes um no are we able to change games or is it are we gonna stick with the ones that we have oh right yeah once you it, for the drafted games i would say we just stick with the ones that we drafted unless okay. you need to change it out if it's a necessity all right uh no nothing much to discuss um i'm a little more confident with my picks from last time <laughs> last year oh yeah so we'll see. We'll see how it goes this year. Yeah, the only one that's giving me a little trepidation are your middle picks for some reason. Your middle picks are giving me like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, um, Lord of the Rings, maybe. Mm -hmm. Luis may have made a, a good call picking that as a counter pick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Cool, cool. All right, let's see what's coming up next. Uh, Elden Ring's actually coming up next, and Jose, you have that one, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna do. Um, I think it, I think it's a high likelihood it's gonna get like a ninety-one around there. Top tier game. We shall see. I'm praying. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> They they released like a like uh -huh. a like a demo, no, like a playable demo did, or beta or something. Did they? I think for Elden Ring. No way. I think so, or maybe it was just for like media. But mm -hmm. um, from what I've heard, I mean, it's pretty good. So I think it's a it's a good pick. It's definitely a good pick. Fantastic pick. And there's, on our teams, there's five games coming out in March, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of crazy. More Further proof that March is superior than February, but we'll, we'll, that's besides the point. Yeah. Okay, well, here we go. Let's see how things shake out. Okay, let me switch over screens, back to the main screen.
All right, let's go ahead and move on to our tried and true segment, what we've been playing. Let's get it started, y'all. All right, then. So, um, as usual, I'll go first. <clears throat> um, I, haven't really, <laughs> I haven't really been playing much still. Um, I feel like this past like few weeks that, that we haven't like met, um, it's been pretty, they've been pretty busy. Like, mm, right. uh, I usually have time to play like on the weekends. That's when like I, I have time to play. Uh, but yeah, this, this past few weekends, it's been, I've been on the move a lot. Um, so I feel like I haven't really had uh, the chance to, to sit down and play something. Um, but um, I have played a, a little bit uh, on my 2DS. Um, I, I'm still playing uh, Sushi Striker. Uh, uh, again, it, it's it's a puzzle game. Just it's kind of like a mindless fun. You know, you just connect sushi and and do all that. Uh, so it, it's it's sort of it's been more of like a like mindless playing for me. Yeah, I haven't really uh, grabbed the game to like you know uh, go all into it. Uh, I've been wanting to play Metroid uh, Metroid Prime Metroid uh, Dread. I still haven't been able to start it. Because uh, I want to dedicate my time to it, you know, and, and get into it. Um, right. But yeah. And then, and yeah, so, so I haven't touched my Switch. I haven't touched my PS5 um, that much. I, I I think I did put a, a, maybe a couple of hours on Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, supposedly to, to prepare for this uh, new game. Uh, I haven't been able to finish it. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully this weekend. I'll be able to play more. But yeah, that's that's a sad story. Oh man. You know what life happens, man. You just you gotta roll yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. You'll get back into it. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean I'm I'm sure I will, but you know. I haven't been able to. Right. All right. Thanks for the update, my guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's my turn. Um, so for me, I've been playing mainly, well, actually, I've only been playing um, Legend, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, that game is, it feels so uh, big. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's one of those games where like you, you like I haven't been able to progress, uh, progress like through the actual storyline as much, just because you get caught up like doing other things and you begin to get distracted and 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 like I'm I'm a completionist. I, I want to complete you know every aspect of the game, so that leads me to focus more on like catching Pokemon um, instead of you know going to that checkpoint that that is going to progress the story, uh, which is a good thing, um, just because it's you know I'm getting a lot out of it. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's very, it's very entertaining. It's very fun. Um, obviously, it's it's a little different from your typical um, Pokemon game. Um, it's it's a very uh, welcome change. Um, and and yeah, I'm just having I'm just having fun with it. Um, I do sometimes I do. I'm like, okay, I need to you know get on with it, progress you know t- to the next next part of the, of the story. But then I don't know, like I find myself like 
spending hours just like catching Pokemon or trying to complete the the Pokedex, which um, it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't even know how far into the game I actually am. Um, I want to say I'm maybe uh, I don't know a fourth into the actual storyline of the game. Uh, but I I haven't played as much as I would have uh, I would like to. Um, just because of work and like we said, you know, the weekends have been pretty um, uh, packed um, with other activities. But um, but yeah, every every day after work, like I try to put in, you know, a few hours into the game um, just to unwind and and j also just to like to play, you know. Um, but yeah, it's been fun, um, and I'm looking forward to to uh, reaching the end of the game just to. You know, to see, you know, with the lore and, and, and all of that, how it, it um, uh, like what place it, it has in the Pokemon um, universe storyline. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated with my progress. <laughs> but yeah, it's been pretty much just that for me. Nice. And I totally resonate with what you, you're getting at with not following the crest marker. Like, uh, mm -hmm. a parallel I make is, like, uh, would be leveling up. Like, if you have so oh, many yeah. levels to level up, like, you're leveling up your Pokemon, right, with the in the Pokedex mm -hmm. or whatever they call it in the right. game. So, just constant dopamine hits just from that. And that's kind of pretty much the primary, secondary, like, primary slash secondary objective, right? Aside from progress, yeah. uh, progressing the story, that's what you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you, how is the, like, how good is it at uh, keeping your attention? Like, when you start playing, do you feel like your mind drifting off, or does it have your full attention for the most part? Um, I think it does capture my attention, at least. Um, uh, I'm very, I'm very engaged in the game, um, which I think is cost like for why i just kind of spend so much time not progressing to the next the, the next <laughs> um you know story plot point or whatever um just i don't know it, it's almost like i become obsessed with like okay i need to keep catching these pokemon to you know complete the entry in the pokedex and it's like i don't know i'm very like that and it's like I, I have to remind myself like okay you know you're gonna have plenty of time after you know for post game material to complete this but i'm the type of person that's like okay well i'm doing this now like i have to finish this now but uh it's like i don't know like it, i reach a point where it's like okay enough like continue the story you know like you <laughs> spend way too much time here um and to the point where you're you i get almost kind of tired of looking at the same like uh mm. like the setting or the scenery and it's like oh you know jose there's other areas that you haven't explored, you know, like go to move on, you know, <laughs> um, you can come back. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the dilemma, I guess, that I face often um, while playing the game, which is a good uh, dilemma to have, I believe, um, especially with Pokemon games, you know, it's, it's, it's very different. Um, and, and it's a, a fresh take um, on the franchise. So I'm very much enjoying it. That's awesome, man. Uh, what was I going to ask? Dang. I just I was going to ask something like five seconds ago, and I forgot. 
<laughs> oh well. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Oh yeah, I remember. For are you like uh, our friend Andres? How in JRPGs he's over leveled because he does all the freaking extra content be- aside from progressing the story. Um, so that's never really been an issue for me. Um, at least for the traditional Pokemon games. Um, the traditional Pokemon Pokemon games is very um, it's very linear. Um, so you know, I don't know. Like it, it, you get a sense of okay, this is the level I'm supposed to be at. Like the gym leaders um, are the the Pokemon are set at a at a, a specific uh, level. And so that's how I kind of measure myself uh, uh, when I play traditional games. It's like, okay, well, uh, this gym leader's uh, uh, Pokemon are at level uh, 13. Uh, so, okay, my Pokemon should be at that, you know, in that range as well. Um, if I'm above it, uh, I've gone way too far. I'm over leveled. If I'm way below it, okay, I need to go in and, and grind a little. Um, so that's how I base myself up. And so that helps me kind of stay um, within the level. You know, with, uh-huh. Um, in, in this game, um, I am very over leveled in some, at some, at some point, um, just because it gives you a lot more freedom to go and, um, and, and I guess you could do that as well in traditional games. Um, but this, I don't know, like it's, it's more, um, accessible. Uh, you have more, uh, freedom to go out and explore and, and just, you know, catching Pokemon, um, it, it raises your, your level. It gives you experience. So uh, that alone, um, it really does uh, give your Pokemon a lot of experience. So um, I do find myself very overleveled. Um, so I guess in, in that sense, I do kind of, I guess that's like one of the, the ways that I'm like, okay, Jose, enough, like move on. <laughs> um, right. But, um, but yeah, I've never been like Andres where it's like, oh, I need to grind, grind, grind. I've never been that type of person. Um, and in this game, I try not to be either, just because I don't like to have a, a huge gap, just because it makes the game easy. Um, I kind of want to, you know, go a, 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 at a reasonable pace. Um, but yeah, I think this game is very... Um, it, it was made for, like, people like Andres that like to grind and like to, you know... <laughs> Which, but yeah, um, I try. I try not to. I, I try not to um, become too overleveled. If I do, I switch out my Pokemon and, you know, start from scratch, basically. Mm. Gotcha. Um, I'm. I have one more question that just popped up. Yeah. Any favorite animations that any of the Pokemon do that you've seen so far? Um. From what I've seen, <laughs> nothing stands out. Um, I do like how um, the Pokemon are roaming around, right? And and so it's very, uh, I don't know, it's very interesting to see them kind of interact in the wild. Um, and that's, I guess it's something as simple as that, because in, in past games, you don't really get to see that. Um, I know in Let's Go, um, Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, that was the first game where like um, overworld uh sprites of pokemon you know you could see them in the overworld um 
but there, you know, they were just like walking around like robots, you know, they had no personality. Um, and in this game, um, well, I guess Sword and Shield kind of improved upon that. In this game, you really do get um, a sense of, okay, these are like wild Pokemon. Like these are creatures that are actually interacting with, you know, nature. And so you get to see some Pokemon that are like just uh, laying down, sleeping. Um, you get Pokemon that are um, like there's this uh, rabbit Pokemon and you see it like jump around, you know, like an actual bunny. Like you right. don't get to see that in, in past games. Um, and then just small things like, you know, if you throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon and then there's another Pokemon next to it, like the other Pokemon kind of reacts to it and, and runs away because, you know, they oh, that's sick. That's really you know, cool. It's, just, it's little things like that. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that it's like a masterpiece in like animation and, you know, <laughs> but it's a huge improvement over past games. And I think it's the right direction. And um, I don't know, this gives me a faith that, you know, okay, Game Freak is capable. <laughs> They're able to do <laughs> these things, you know, and hopefully, you know, down the line, we'll get to see uh, more of that and, and more improvements. But uh, but yeah, it's just that something like that I that I appreciate. It's just, it feels like a like a Pokemon world, you know, wild Pokemon. And, um, it's not just, the wild is not just, you know, like a, a word that's used to describe Pokemon you can catch. Like it's actually wild creatures that live in nature and interact with nature. So, so yeah. That's awesome. I love that. You gotta, you gotta purchase it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not get carried away. <laughs> There's my plans have already changed. This, there's so much stuff that I want to dig into. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can imagine like your list. I know Luis's list is endless too. So, <laughs> yeah. my guy yep. needs to, my guy needs to play Dread. That's all he needs to do. Forget about know. everything else. He's been trying to play Dread for like the past months, months, years. I don't know. Today. Hey, Luis. Today, you want to play some? <laughs> Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll go up next all right so quickest one apex apex dropped uh, season 12 uh last week i believe and um i do like the new control mode that they have it does spicing up the game and for pre present like a different kind of pace because you're trying to trying to secure and capture points um i don't know if apex itself lends itself very very well because like i'm trying to recap like re like remember my time playing capture the capture the points or control in like a titanfall or a call of duty and i feel like those are much more fun in those um modes and i think that's because the people you play as are pretty homogenized like you're you have different perks right but th they're not that effective to where like in in apex you'll have like watsons and you'll have caustics where there's just gas everywhere and there's fences everywhere and it's not so much about trying to control your, those points and outplay the person themselves it's kind of like having to deal with those mechanics as well 
So I guess it takes a little bit to get used to, but it is fun. Um, it's just uh, different from what I was expecting um, in my mind. But, you know, new things aren't always bad. So maybe I'll just give it a little bit more time and see if I start enjoying it a little bit more. As for the character Mad Maggie, I think she's really cool. Um, I really like her tactical where it can, like, uh, uh, punch through through objects, like the the flame, so that people don't camp. And you can actually get people to come out of their little hidey holes, which is really nice. And her ultimate, I like the speed boost as well, which is nice. So I think it's a solid character. Um, battle Pass is still kind of trash. I wish the Battle Pass was m much uh, better. It would make me want to play the game more because... Um, Leveling up that battle pass and looking forward to a reward that you're really looking forward to. Like, I really want that skin. I really want that emote or whatever it is, is a really big carrot on the stick. And without that, it's you're playing just to have fun at that point. And Apex is good at that, but having the battle pass would make it even funner. So that's kind of my impression on Season 12. And next up, we have Sifu. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sifu a little bit more later so I can keep my comments short here uh, I really love I really like Sifu um, I been consuming media from other people that have played Sifu and there's quite a more people than I thought that were gonna say that this game just like rolled they rolled off this game because it's too difficult and um, that kind of took me aback a little bit because they obviously haven't played <laughs> Absolver because Absolver, their, that, the game before this one, boy, mm -hmm. that one, like if, you, if you've rolled off that game, I understand. Because that combat system, you needed like a freaking master's degree to freaking put all those strings <laughs> together. Because wow. it's pretty crazy. Like Sifu, it's, you have combos, right? You have like the basic combos. You have um, square, 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 triangle, and different combinations of square and triangle. And then you can grab people, throw them. You can throw bottles, whatever. But, yeah, like, it's much more simplified if you compare it to Absolver. I feel like it's a really, really more, like, honed and user-friendly experience. I guess the difficulty comes in with uh, the game structure where you have to, if you die, you have to um, do a new run, basically. Or not a new run, but um, your progress halts and you... It's kind of interesting because for Sifu, uh, I'm trying to remember it correctly, you start on a level, you're young, um, if you completely lose your life, you go down, but you can revive, and there's like a death counter system to the more times you die without like taking down a mini boss or a big enemy, substantial enemy, uh, that counter is just going to keep going up, and if you die and die and die, you're going to get older and older quicker. So say you're done with level one, you were like 20, you get your, you finish level one at like 45 or whatever. And, and when you start chapter two, you're going to be 45. You don't get to turn back to 20. So you start at 45 and then, um, the game says, good luck. Hope you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> so you play to 45, hopefully you get to the level for me personally, I couldn't get to the end without dying completely. So uh, if you die completely, like if you get too old and you can't keep reviving, uh, you can either start at the pre at a 
previous level where you're pretty young or you can start from the last level where you're kind of old and try to hopefully get to the next level or you can just like start from a even farther back point basically so it's pretty interesting in that regard and i think it's uh i think the mechanics and the way they structure their levels is uh, more than enough to as uh i carried on the stick to keep going so i really like sifu i think it's a pretty it's a very brilliant game uh deserves higher than Aiden. Uh, let's see. And lastly, I wanted to save Ann Walker for last. Um, haven't gotten to voice my opinion about uh, finishing Ann Walker for um, since I think it was like two weeks ago. I was able to finish the main story of that. And I'll keep it spoiler free because I want as many people to experience this game as possible. Um, Ann Walker is up there. Uh, with uh, the best expansions of Final Fantasy XIV. It caps off this saga with your crew that you gather during the, the story since El Rome Reborn, and it um, gives a, what would I have to say to keep this general, um, the resolution to um, the cause behind your group is really good, and, um, I did cry. I cried the most with this uh, expansion. Um, I did uh, cry for uh, Shadowbringers, but um, I think may maybe it's because it could. It's because of the brilliant story storytelling, but also because I spent even more time with these characters going through those those trials in the previous expansions. At th that at this point, like um, when those significant characters finally get their like um, emotional payoffs, they meet up with. Uh, they get those uh, relationships filled that um, that were loose ends before, or they finally attain that goal that they were trying to do, that, that the group was trying to get for who knows how long, and the sacrifices that were made along the way. Um, that's not forgotten, and I feel like the writers are really, really in tune with this lore that they build up because um, each individual character, like towards the end of the expansion, um, like you start hurting a little bit at the beginning, right? When you get to that, towards the climax and then you get more, you get more lore and then you learn more things about like the tragic backstories behind different factions or different like, uh, groups that are introduced, introduced to you, their pain and their suffering, the things that they learned about life and how bleak it can be. And our group is kind of like, um, our group is kind of like a symbol of hope that even though things are bad, uh, you can't give up on life. You, you have to roll with the punches per se and um, cherish your bonds basically and have and, and pull through. So that's kind of like the big theme behind the story of Final Fantasy XIV, which is a really like anime theme and that's something that I really dig. And I think that's kind of, kind of why it resonates, me, resonates with me a lot. And um, even towards more to the towards the end, you have this one character, and he get he get, he goes on this whole monologue with you, and it, it brings up memories from previous expansions when things really got, really things really hit the fan, and um, he was saying this and that and that uh, if this goes this way or this goes that way, I want this to happen, blah blah blah, and like just those moments right there, like knowing what happened before and how much was at stake. And then now everything, there's bigger stakes and 
having those memories brought back up so brilliantly and with the talented voice cast, it's it's really like it hits you in the feels, right? And that's when I started. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that's when I started. Uh, started to let the tears roll a little bit because <laughs> of what happens, you know. Yeah. After that point, and then there's this part where you have to like uh, progress to a certain spot. You have to. Uh, Take your character and walk to the next point you know follow the checkpoint basically you know we're talking about that with arceus and that scene alone that part part by itself like you get to really cherish what this game does so well with the music and with their character portrayals and with the environments and how much your character means up to this point because of all the Going through Realm Reborn, going through Heaven's Ward, going through Shadowbringers, going through Heaven's Ward, you meet all these characters, you touched all their lives, and a lot of them play a part in this last um, expansion. And um, yeah, you, you go to the checkpoint, and then what they, how they really get you is that they make you, they implement this new thing where you stop at certain points, and you can talk to your your party members or other people that your um, your crew. It's like a follow mechanic and the things that they say there like reflecting on uh sacrifices made things that they've learned how they've grown um overlooking this like beautiful environment this beautiful music playing it's it's like ultimate hits you in the feels like um i haven't i never experienced uh getting hit in the feels so much in this video game when i sent you guys that um gif of me like ugly crying that was a literally yeah, that, that was, was not an exaggeration <laughs> like i heard myself Damn. audibly like sobbing Damn, because of that wow. shit. yeah Dang. yeah like it was that beautiful and that touching so that was kind of like the pinnacle of my experience with Endwalker, and I st i'm still playing it now because i want my characters up to 90 but <laughs> i'm invested i'm ultimately i'm tr truly and fully invested in this game it's fantastic i'm gonna say it's probably the best story i've ever experienced in a video game at least it's probably gonna Jeez. extend more than that but it's oh my gosh dude i got tears a little Dang. bit in my eyes explaining it a little bit oh, okay i'm good <laughs> <Dang. But> yeah. <laughs> wow yeah but time well worth and money well spent because i know they're gonna keep doing a fantastic job i really like these developers i think there's a, they're my favorite developers now created unit two three i think that's what they're called square enix so wow fantastic y'all better get 16 16 is gonna be a banger is it they're, the same they're, they're behind it yeah team mm -hmm. oh How much time did Add I spend explaining? Add it to the list, please. Add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like every time, like, people talk about the game, it's like, I think people consider it like the best Final Fantasy ever, or like, they really put it up, up there, and it's like, yeah, like it's, it's tempting, you know, it's, and it's basically what you say, you know, like the characters and then the story and it's, like i don't know it's crazy how badass your character is like you can just switch on the fly whatever you want whatever class you want is and how like user-friendly it is they don't they respect your time 
It said, mm-hmm. like, if you go to another game, if you want to play whatever it is, Pokemon, you want to play Sifu, do that, and the game's waiting for you if you want to just come back. That's what I like about it. Like, they, they cherish their players, and I think it really shows in the game. Okay. I had, to, I had to say my piece on it. I had that sitting in my soul for three, two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, right? You were sitting on that. Yeah, I was sitting on it. All right, guys. Um, let's go ahead and go over these uh, Sifu and Horizon reviews. You guys ready for that? Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Um... I think I can switch the screen for this one, just so we can, they can see. Alright, Horizon or Sifu first? Excuse me. Let's go with Sifu first. Sifu first, got it. Okay. Sifu, as I said earlier, Sifu has an 80 on, um, Medic, on Open Critic, and 83% of the critics recommend it. And this is some things that they had to say about it. Um, from PC Gamer, they gave it an 85 out of 100. And they said, Sifu will test your patience, but learning how to cool, coolly dismantle a room full of goons with virtual kung fu is worth the pain. From IGN, they, they gave it a 9 out of 10. And they said, Sifu's brutal learning curve and unique structure that requires you to beat it in just one lifetime are significant barriers to overcome. But on the other side, it is truly one of the best modern action games around. Uh, on the lower end, we have Game Informer, gave it a 7.3 out of 10. And they said that mastering Sifu's combat system takes a high degree of dedication and practice. But like a true martial artist, you must push through the, push through the practice pains before you reap any rewards. And one of the more negative ones I see right here is from Metro Game Central. They gave it a 6 out of 10, and they said that as a straight action game, the core combat is elegant and original, but the roguelite uh, structure makes the already mountainous difficulty just too much to bear. So, just some things that the critics had to say. Uh, I'm pretty, it's pretty much like widely accepted that this combat is, is great. But it just depends of how much you're willing to put up with or how much pushback you're willing to put up with to actually fully enjoy this game. Yeah, and, and I mean, you already talked a little bit about your experience, right, with playing this game? Right, yeah. Honestly, I thought it would, yeah, I thought it would have a higher score based on just um, how much praise it was getting. Um, especially on social media. Um, I think 80 is a bit on the on the low side um, for this game. But um, I don't know. It, it, I, th- I think it's a good um, start to the year, how all these games are, are pretty solid. Um, so we'll see what, what the next of the, the rest of the year has, has in store for us. Yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, man. Dude, this game is just so creative and so well, like, constructed that, man, I, it needs to 8.5 at least, and, like, 8, close to a 9, but it is what it is. 
How about um, graphic-wise or the art style? Are you a fan of it? Um, I like how the environments look. Um, as for the characters themselves, they can be pretty hit and miss. Like some of them can look really cool, and then the others can kind of look not too appealing. Mm, kind of basic. Yeah, pretty basic. Um, your your main character is cool in action, but if you just stop and look at him, like they're kind of basic too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you, that's a good point there. Fair criticism. But yeah, I plan on playing more seafood, getting um, getting better at it, seeing the the, the credits roll. Uh, I do like a I like being challenged as seafood has presented itself, and not everybody's built like that, you know. You enjoy what you enjoy. It's good to try other things, um, get out of your comfort zone. But if it's not for you at this moment, then can't blame them for putting it aside, I suppose. All right, so moving on to Horizon Forbidden West, The Golden Child with an 89 on Open Critic and 95% of critics recommending it. Here's what some critics had to say about it. We have from IGN, they gave it a 9 out of 10. They say, a triumphant combination of enthralling combat, top-tier creature and character design, and a cap captivating open world, Horizon Forbidden West is an absolute blast and fantastic showcase for the power of the PS5. From Games Radar, they gave it a four and a half out of five, it looks like, and they said, what Guerrilla Games has achieved here is nothing short of phenomenal. Story, gameplay, mechanics, and the world itself are all such an improvement on the original game, which in itself is a feat alone. And then from GameSpot, we have an 8 out of 10, and they said that Horizon Forbidden West sometimes packs in so much that it gets in its own way, but the many well-drawn characters populating its quests keep it compelling. Man, I didn't really hear much negatives from these, uh, these reviews here. Have you guys heard anything additional? you have any comments? Mm, honestly, I think uh, all, all that part or the most I've heard from, from this game is like positives. Um, uh, I think, um, I think I saw, um, I was it? I think it was IGN's review, and they did mention that like I don't know if like the gameplay was a little repetitive or something like that, um, but it doesn't really affect the overall great experience that you're gonna get playing this game. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I was a little surprised. Because it's getting it's getting a lot of like nines and eights. Um, they, I don't know. Has, has any uh, side given them like a ten or something like that? I don't think they have actually. I didn't. There's no tens here that I see. Yeah. Uh, so for me, that was a little surprising, because uh, I know the first game uh, got a bunch of tens as well. Mm. Um, it was like considered uh, for many like Cody that year. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's strange. I haven't really played. Well, I haven't finished the first game, so um, I can't really say much about you know the, the experience. But I mean, it's pretty good though. It's like it's it's gonna be on the you know Goldie talks at the end of the year. So oh yeah, uh, it was one of those big games that people are waiting for, and 
Like it didn't disappoint, I don't think. Right. For me, I have heard that the story isn't that much of an improvement from the first one. Like it's still kind of, we don't care about certain people still. Right. <laughs> and the game it supposedly is really large, and I guess that can lend itself to some repetitiveness. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I haven't heard any much backlash from aside from that. And um, I saw a clip today, like Stealth Kills. I don't know, it's just like a rant recommendation, I guess. And mm-hmm. she goes behind somebody, kicks them up in the air, like a sliding kick, and then jabs the the spear into their back. Oh, shoot. I was like, what the freak? <laughs> that, sh- that was awesome. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta look that up. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Are you planning on playing this game? Right. Good question. Um, I do want to finish Horizon 1 first. Yeah. Just like you, but... Who knows when that's going to happen. And I only spent like, I didn't spend that much money on the first one. I actually might just jump into Forbidden West. Just got to get a synopsis of yeah. the first one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, right now I'm playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And I don't know, something about that game. Um, it's not like grabbing me. Um mm. I don't know. Like, and right now you said right that like it doesn't really improve on the story. That's kind of like a bummer for me because I feel like the the first game, um, the story is kind of like I, I think that's what's not getting to me. You know, it's like mm. it's kind of a, like a weak story or or I don't know. But I mean, I do want to finish the game and and like I do want to play the the new one. But yeah, like you said, I don't know when or like how long it's gonna take for me to do so. Yeah. For me personally, I thought it was going to make more of an impact on me and I was going to be like itching to buy it, but it hasn't right. happened. Yeah. Actually, for the story, I don't know how far you got into it, but I think that story with her and um, her, uh, I don't know, should I just talk about it? I feel like her interaction is really yeah. good. Right. But I haven't gotten yeah, farther and, than that. And there's like some things here and there. Um, that I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, for example, I think the character of Aloy, I think I, I really like her. Um, like, it's, she's an interesting character. But I don't know. I, I don't know if it's enough. Mm-hmm. Or if, I don't know if it's doing enough for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I have to keep playing, you know, and, and see where the story leads to. But yeah. It's not as captivating as I thought it would be. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, any more comments about these two games, Sifu or Horizon? Um, no, just really quick, like Jose said, like starting the year really strong. Honestly, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. What in le- less than a week we're getting Elden Ring? Elden Ring, <laughs> it's it's die. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. We're getting Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. But... Nintendo needs to stop playing and release the Switch Pro. I'm not over it. <laughs> over here, over here, like getting excited for a Steam Deck. I should be excited for a Switch Pro. What is what the yeah, hell is Switch this? Pro. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and switch over to this direct. Um, what I'm gonna do here is I'm just gonna name off things, and if I find something that I want to just comment on. I'm going to just comment on it. If you guys want to comment on it, just go ahead and interrupt me. It's all good. Got all right. It. All right. So Nintendo had their Nintendo Direct, full-fledged Nintendo Direct uh, earlier this week on the 9th, I believe it was. And mm -hmm. we're just going to go ahead and go over the things that were announced there. Uh, I guess they're leading off with the biggest one. Or one of the big ones. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was was announced for September 2022. 20, Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, this... I should be more hyped for this. I am hyped for it, but my hype levels should be higher. Definitely. This is hype. I haven't played... I haven't played the... We haven't played the, the second, second one. one. So we need to do that. That's a must before this game comes out. Um, yes. And Torna. We have to play Torna too. Yup. And <clears throat> I guess we'll just look up a video on X. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Rip. <laughs> there ain't no way, dude. If X came out this year, ain't no way. Ain't no way we can catch up. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a... I want this to be a day one cop. I will move games out the way to catch up. To catch up. Yeah. <laughs> My list. <laughs> <laughs> it's all wrong now. It's, <laughs> I got to change again. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah. Are you guys looking for any particular improvement? Well, we haven't played two yet, but anything yeah, that caught your eye? Say, but um, I mean, the game looks beautiful um and um i haven't played the second one but i know the second one also has really nice um uh worlds i guess to explore mm -hmm. um so i'm really looking forward to that um i really do want to know i've only played one so i only know a piece of like the lore that xenoblade has established mm -hmm. um i'm sure xenoblade uh two um, added more to it and with this one, I'm pretty sure it's going to add more. Um, a lot of people were speculating that certain characters um, uh, are going to come back from, like, <clears throat> the past games. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's about the lore for me. I'm really excited to see how that world uh, is built up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I really can't, I can't say much just because I really haven't pay, played, you know, all of the games. But I'm, same, I'm excited. Same double same i really wasn't expecting it like when when they revealed xenoblade chronicles 3 i it was like i don't know i wasn't expecting any announcement um if anything maybe just like a hint or something but they came out with like a full trailer and a release date and everything it's kind of yeah. overwhelming yeah over or under 60% it gets delayed. 
they didn't delay the two, did they? Nah, they didn't. Nah, they ain't gonna delay this. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna delay it. I mean, it'd be kind of weird. De- delay yeah, so Monolith it can... has been pretty good. Delay so it competes with Breath of the Wild. all right next thing mario kart deluxe to get 48 new tracks with paid dlc through 2023 and if you have that uh more expensive the the online membership plus the expansion pack thing then you'll get the the dlc comes with it What you guys feel about this? I mean, I'm kind of lukewarm on it personally, but what you guys think? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think I shared that that meme, right? The tweet um, that Nintendo, instead of giving us um, MK9, they gave us MK8 two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think it's a little. It was a little funny. Like a lot of people were hoping for an mk9 like i don't think anyone was expecting more dlc for mario kart 8 um, i think people were like okay this game you know i mean it's still selling but like okay nintendo did what they had to do with that um and so it's just waiting now right for it to die down and then mk9 can you know come in um but then you know they're adding all of this dlc so it's like it's extending that life you know mk8's life so now it's more waiting for MK9. Um, I'm not, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are annoyed or that were upset or whatever. Um, for me, it's, uh, I'm similar to you. It's, it's kind of, okay, you know, um, nice surprise. Uh, some yeah. some of those um, tracks that are coming back are, you know, from Double Dash and really good memories on those. Um and I think it's I think it's really impressive how much they're 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 bringing back, um, and I don't know like it's it, it's um, it makes sense. I mean, of course, a lot of people want MK9, but the the game is selling. You know, like what can you do? I feel like it's I mean it's it's smart. You know, from a business standpoint, um, it just it makes sense. So yeah, I don't know. Looking forward to that. Uh, new tracks aren't really getting my my juices flowing though man i don't know it's like whatever like right for for me it's it's uh it's like mixed feelings uh for me as well Uh, i mean it's cool they were getting uh more but like like when i saw it i was like okay why now you know like after i don't know how many years you're barely giving us new tracks now you know <laughs> uh, but then they show like oh it's 48 tracks and it's like okay <laughs> it's like a brand new game right in, right it's a brand new game within the game <laughs> so i was like in a, like a roller coaster you know it's like you know starting down low and then it's like okay that's cool um and and i mean i, I it's like as Jose said I, like i understand it uh it is smart to just add content to this already you know it's it's the best selling game in the Switch, right? And it keeps selling. So you add more content to it, it's gonna keep selling. Um, so it is smart. And and you know, yes, it's late. It's late DLC, but we are getting more content. You know, and, and we get to 
to play more. Um, uh, but you know, so yeah, I guess I'm. I'm. It's it's cool, but it's not. It's not that exciting in a way. Um, it's just more Mario Kart Eight uh, Deluxe. Um, but then, because then I start thinking like, okay, what if they announce Mario Kart Nine? Like, it's you know, I don't know. Like, what what new can they do? You know, what 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 else can they do? And maybe they are thinking of things, and I'm sure they are. But mm -hmm. you know, for now, I think it's it's cool. Um, uh, I was gonna say something else, but uh, it slipped my mind. Give you a second to re recall. I think even like alternate more more like uh, alternate costumes, kind of like how they have in Smash, would have been nice. Right. I, I would have been hyped for that. Right, and yeah, and that's actually what I was I was gonna mention. Like, like I hope they just don't add more uh, tracks. You know, um, I would like to see more like a variety of of like you said, maybe costumes or even characters. I I doubt they're gonna do that, honestly. Yeah. Um, but it would have been cool to have that as well, and I would—I feel like I would have been more excited if we had tracks, a, a, maybe cards or or characters. Yeah, forty-eight new tracks is nothing to sneeze at, dude. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. That, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Moving on, we have Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes got announced. Uh, hype level check for this one. Jose? Um, I would say maybe um, a 7, 7.58, the range. Um, Not bad. Uh, I I mean, obviously, Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, great game. Goaty. Actually, it introduced, you know, um, I think all three of us, right, to the Fire Emblem um, franchise. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a really good game. Um, really nice, really cool story. You know, the characters, um, some of them more polarizing than others. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really it's a really good game. Um, Lorenz. I didn't play the DLC. I haven't played the DLC for Three Houses. Um, yeah. But um, I, I, I mean, hopefully... Uh, I'll play it eventually, maybe. I don't know. Um, this game, um, I would consider it uh, consider it a day one for me, um, mm. just because I I do like the warrior games. Um, Higher Warriors is is really um, it's a really fun uh, game, um, in my opinion. And so I feel like this is is following that. And it's with you know you get to revisit some of these characters um, from from Fire um, uh, Emblem Three Houses, so. It, I hope that it's gonna build on 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 the story and on the lore. Um, I'm not really sure if it's canon, but um, I I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, again, I, I I wouldn't be. I didn't put um my hype level at like a nine or a ten, just because I I stopped playing. Like I didn't play the DLC, so I'm a little kind of detached from that franchise right now. Um, so. So we'll see, we'll see. But I, I am looking forward to it. I am excited for it. Um, I do plan on getting it. Um, I do want to play it. So I wasn't expecting it to 
Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of random. Um, but I, th- I think that was like the first thing, no, that they showed in the direct. Um, I do feel like that was a good way to open the direct, though, because I feel like, you know, you, you got this that's kind of, well, to me, it wasn't expected. So now it's like, oh, shoot, you know, like anything can happen in this direct, you know, let's see what else they, they give us. And I think they delivered, so. Uh, yeah, same thing for me. Like, um, I think I would say like a, I'm at a seven too. Uh, again, the characters, uh, it's characters that that I grew fond of when I played Three Houses. So, so it's gonna be interesting to to visit those characters again. Yeah, I, I do want to wait to see like if the story or if the story is gonna be canon, like Jose said. Um, if it's gonna add upon like the the, the story. Uh, uh, but we'll see. Um, I didn't see Petra, so maybe that's a, a not a big one for me. Um, uh, if they would have shown this Petra, it would have been like a given. But I don't know if Petra's not there. My, you know why? <laughs> why yeah, might as well just throw the whole game in the trash. Yeah, right? I might as well like uh, cancel. <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna come out. Why wouldn't they have the characters there? Why didn't they show her? Nah, I, <laughs> I think they showed the, the three the three leaders, no? Only. She's the game seller, bro. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Anyways, but no, like all kidding aside, um, yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting to see, like what what that game is gonna do to the story, if anything. Man, even if it's not canon, dude, I like the character so much that I'm down for a beach episode, or if it's that kind of like <laughs> that vibe. I don't yeah, right, right. Yeah, but as for me, I think I learned my lesson from Persona Strikers. I fell off that game super hard, and I'm super into Persona, so it's probably gonna be a pass. Right, it's a it's a Musou game, so it's not for everyone, and it's understandable. Yeah, and I had it on the PS5 with the with the graphics and everything, and it still didn't. Yeah. Next up, we got Mario Strikers Battle League, bringing 5v5 soccer action to the Switch. Coming out Day in June, 20, June 10, 2022. Day one. Day and one. Day one. Yeah. Um, I've, I mean, Strikers, I've only played the, the one in the GameCube, the first one. Um, and it was, it was so fun. Like it, it was, I don't know. It, it's such a, uh, a fun game to play with others. Um, and I, I wasn't, we weren't able to play the, the second one that came out for Wii. Uh, so, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not too sure like how that, that game played, but basing it off of the first game, uh, it's so cool that they're bringing strikers back. Um, honestly, I, I, I had a, I had a small hope for it to come back because we did get like golf back uh, Mario Golf we got Mario tennis back um, and all those like sports games mm-hmm. so I had this small hope that okay they're it's gonna come back um, and we finally got it you know so it's really cool um, I was like freaking out because I was watching the direct at, at work <laughs> like I I saw I saw like the the stadium and I was like. Oh my god! I, I remember, like I just said, oh my god! 
below my like uh, and uh, I, w- I wanted to freak out so bad um because i mean it's uh, it's one of my childhood games i guess like you mm-hmm. could say and so seeing it back it's uh, it's cool and and uh, i'm definitely gonna play it heck yeah heck yeah I missed the I missed the boat. I didn't I didn't play this game, so I only played it once, I believe. Somebody brought it over to like um, a student council building, and then we kind of like played it a little bit. It was fun, but dog, this one looks pretty tight. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty hyped. I'm seeing it. Um, I know that it was something that Luis was like looking forward to. Um. Uh, or it was like one of his uh, hopes, I guess, that that this game in particular would come back. Um, it is a, a pretty. Um, it defined like a lot of our memories, like in the GameCube. Um, it's a childhood game, as we said. So I'm um, I'm really excited to see um, what they do with this. Um, and like we said, it's it's a fun game to play with others. Um, I think it's also really fun to play it by yourself. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty solid, you know quote-unquote story mode um but uh from what i remember right but um but yeah i'm excited um, i know that they also are doing like an online um feature um so we'll see how that goes <laughs> um with the online experience yeah. um, but that that should be interesting too. um see how how that plays out um and yeah it's just it's exciting to see them revisit some of the I don't know some franchises that you kind of or we like fell in love with and then kind of faded um into obscurity for a while um so it's it's good to see that you know they haven't forgotten about that those those you know certain games and bringing them back we'll see it's it's probably a day one for luis another one on the list Uh, (laughs) yeah All right. I think those were the biggest ones. Uh, For the next ones, I'm just going to try to rapid fire them. Uh, Chrono Cross Remaster coming out for the Switch. If you can stop me if you wanted to make a quick comment, if you like. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports announced, and it's it's a new take on Wii Sports. Unexpected. That was a weird one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That was like I was not expecting sports to come back. Uh, and then like the the memes a lot of people are not happy with the memes <laughs> or like the new oh, right. um but i don't know it's it, i feel like that game is gonna sell you know it's like the the casual game uh, it was like the casual game back in the wii so yeah uh, i saw i think i saw a comment that said like oh all the all the what's it called the old people are gonna buy this game and <laughs> i mean in a way i think it was kind of like that game so, yeah, uh, it's pretty it's pretty smart for from Nintendo, honestly. Oh, one little detail here: supposedly the online play test is taking place from February eighteenth to the twentieth. So, if you want to hop on that, it's actually going on right now, supposedly for Nintendo Switch online yeah. members. Yeah, and apparently you can't say anything on media or show anything. So, oh, word. Damn. Yeah. Huh? Well, dang. Nintendo stuff, yeah. Yeah. How are you gonna promote it then? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Nintendo Twitter has that covered. 
Triangle Strategy gets a free demo that will carry over to the full game. I'm assuming that's the final title of the game, then? Yeah. Rip. (laughs) (laughs) Remakes of Front Mission and Front Mission 2 were announced. Splatoon 3's new Salmon Salmon Run mode was revealed. That was kind of weird. I, I don't know why they decided to highlight that. Um, yeah, that was dumb I, for me personally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. And go ahead, sorry. Well, yeah, because in the in the previous game, um, the salmon run was like a like a side thing, you know, like it's kind of like a mini game, I guess you can play. Um, it wasn't part of like the main storyline. Um, so, I mean, we hardly know anything about the main storyline for Splatoon three. Um, so it did feel a little weird that they decided to highlight the the Salmon Run this time. Um, I don't know if that's going to play into the main storyline this time around or what, but it, it did feel a little random to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been watching like uh, reactions this past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost all the time, like when, when that comes up, like I hear people saying like, oh, uh, like they they seem excited about Summon Run. Like I guess it's like a mode that a lot of people like to play. Like it was their favorite mode. Hmm. So maybe it is a, like a a big thing for Platoon pr- players. Um. They, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, I, I played a few a few um uh, games of Summon Run. The the thing that I hated about it is what it's like a time limit. There's like a time limit where you could play Summon Run. Wow. Um. So. You know, a lot of people, you know, are, are wishing that that it's not like that anymore. Like it's a mode that you can just go and play um, anytime. But we'll see. Yeah. Like, I think they just went. They probably appealed straight to the Jacobinese market with this one. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, because. I really don't give a damn. I, I, just, I wanted to know what the new, if there was any new weapons or anything for like competitive. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If the paintbrush was going to work different, you know, things like that. <laughs> 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 I need the patch notes. <laughs> 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 Uh, let's see. Metroid Dread got a free update and it adds Dread mode and Ricky mode difficulties. What do you think about that? You tell that you played the game already. Oh, oh! Also, it's gonna get a free boss boss rush mode in April. My bad, I forgot to add that. Right. Um. Sure. I mean, I hear a lot of people were having trouble with Dread, like if it was a, fir- especially if it was a, it was a first Metroid game. So mm. not met it with rookie mode. I'm glad it's there. Dread mode seems impossible. I don't know who in their right mind is going to try to do that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Enter my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. I've been preparing since October for this moment. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands mouthful mode will let Kirby become a car or a vending machine. Game's coming out March twenty fifth. <laughs> that was their selling point. Until far, like... I'm not a fan. I already told y'all before. I'm not a fan. 
I kind of want to play it. I want to see what... I've never purchased a Kirby game. That's because um, you're a buster. Never... <laughs> no, I'm just so I want to see what <laughs> what the the game brings to the table. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Plus, it's on my on my picks for the fantasy league. So I hope it does well. <laughs> I hope this game does yes. better than any other game that comes out this year. <laughs> Gordy right there. I was going to say it's like a Gordy contender. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Kirby is an icon. You don't know. You never know. It could. We'll have oh, to win. I know, I know it could. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the game looks fun. Uh, I do want to play it as well. Uh, it looks like a really uh, cool platformer, 3D platformer. So we'll, we'll see. Yes. Uh, Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings got added to the Nintendo Switch Online service. I want to check that out. Um, mainly Earthbound. I want to play Earthbound. See see what mm. the, all the hype is about. Add it to the list? Add it to the list. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, let's see. Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp launches on April 8th. I have that game pre-ordered since like no, uh, since E3, yeah, since like June last year. Yeah, so, I I haven't, yeah. but yeah, yeah. You, you're, are you gonna try to play it this year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. It's it's not gonna be at the top of my list, but you know, I'll right. try. Okay. Okay. Uh, Live alive will come what? Live Alive? Live Alive? Live Alive? Live Alive, well, I think. Live Alive. Will come west for the first time in 2022. Uh, HD 2D style game like Octopath Traveler. Uh, follow seven protagonists and you can choose to follow their paths in any way you choose. JRPG. This game looks really cool. Dude, yeah. Like it's, it was one of the, the games that like really caught my attention when I saw it. Um, yeah, it might be a, a, a cop for me. Oh, this is a cop. Yeah. This is a summer feel-good game. Day one? Day one, July 22nd. Put it on the calendar. Oh, shit. That's right. Portal 1 and Portal 2 will be released on the Switch later this year. MLB the show 2020 I mean MLB the show 2022 gameplay footage was revealed Star Wars the, the Force Who? You mean the crust 2020? Dude, oh my gosh. <laughs> that looks yeah, awful. That game looks on the Switch. Really really, really crusty. <laughs> yeah. How 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 can a baseball sim game look so bad? It looked really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Pokemon RC doesn't have to feel that bad. <laughs> Throwing in that shade rate? <clears throat> Uncalled for. <laughs> Star Wars The Force Unleashed was announced for the Switch. Disney Speedstorm Racing on the Switch with Disney and Pixar characters. 
Day one. <laughs> Day one. Actually, I think that's free to play, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky is traveling to the Switch this summer. Klonoa, Door to Phantom Mill, and Klonoa 2, Lunatea's Veil, make their way to the Switch just this July. And I'm kind of interested in this one. I need to see more gameplay. Same. Uh, I, I see a lot of people like hyping Klonoa up right. a lot. So uh, it, it, it interests me as well. Yeah. Taiko no uh, Tatsujin Rhythm Festival drums into the Switch with uh, in 2022, that rhythm game. <laughs> right. Uh, da, da, da. Cuphead, the, the Delicious Last Course, paid DLC, joins the Switch's library on June 30th. Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, sneaks into the uh, is on the Switch, uh, came out on the 17th. Mm, I was considering copying it. I don't know. Still unsure. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Integrum Masterpiece for Cloud will it ha- was released. Trash. Square really has some balls, don't they? To do. I know. And then yeah. they put, they include the whole for Cloud. It's like bleh. yeah, yeah. Um, a character that was that was uh, that was missed in the third uh, Kingdom Hearts game. Just saying. Just saying. Freaking, I know. Freaking square. You give me so much and you take it away. The square way. Yeah. Stop the breaks in SD Gundam Battle Alliance is coming later this year. I'm, I'm reading the highlights that. <laughs> IGN, bro. Right. <laughs> uh, Getsu Fumaden, Undying Moon is a roguelite set in a dark fantasy r- world, and it got released on the Switch later that day. Uh, I feel like we've seen that game before. Yeah, I think we saw it like in uh, an hour direct. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then in a montage of upcoming Switch games, we caught a glimpse of Lego, Lego Brawls coming summer 2022. Demon Slayer, uh, Kimetsu no Yo no Kimetsu Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Haku, yeah. the Hino Kami Chronicles June 10th. Got that out. Two Point Campus May 17th and Zombie 4 April 26th. And that was all from IGN. Thank you, IGN, for that. Okay. IGN, written by Adam Bankhurst. Shout out the author as well. All right, so I don't think we're going to have time to talk about NFTs today. (laughs) It's almost 12. So Mm -hmm. there's one more story that I wanted to talk about, and that is the Wii U and the 3DS shops. So, this is from Emily Morrow from from uh, Digital Trends. Headline is that the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops are going to be shutting down. 
Uh, not too soon, but uh, they're going to be staying live until March 20, March 2023. After that, players will no longer be able to, de- to purchase games or download eShop apps and services. Uh, however, they will still be able to re-download games and DLC they already own, use online play, and download software updates. What y'all think about that? End of an era. It, it is. Yeah, I mean, it truly is. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't know how to feel about this. Mm. Um, because yeah it's been like a huge story Um, because you know the the topic of like oh game preservation comes up every time something like this happens right yeah and and yeah it's like a i don't know it's it's a complicated topic uh and that i feel like it always comes when when we're talking about like uh, digital games um and I don't, I don't know. Like, I wish there was a system, and I don't know if like any of the other companies has it, um, where you know, if you buy a game digitally, you can, you get to keep that game, right? Or, or you can download it uh, in the future, or, or whatever, right? Yeah, that's what they're um, doing. Um. So. And you know, through like this whole discourse, like I've, I've been seeing like people. Uh, which I think they they have a point. Like a lot of people are saying, like, oh well, you know, if you like when that when the Switch kept getting announced, and like games for the Switch kept getting announced, and when games for the 3DS kept getting announced, right? You were like, oh, you know, I just focus on the Switch, forget the 3DS already, and, and it's like, and now it's like, okay, now you're worried, right, about the the 3DS, and I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's weird, it's complicated. The the Wii U as well, like nobody supported the Wii U. Uh, but now it's like, you know, now it's like, oh, don't close the eShop, right? Like, uh, and I feel like a lot of people, you know, they haven't touched the eShop for these consoles in years, I guess. Right. So in a way, it's kind of like, it, it does take time and and money to keep up these like servers uh, open. And, and I don't know if there's no traffic in them, you know, it's kind of like, why keep them up, right? And... But at the same time, it's kind of like, like how are we gonna get those games in the future, right? If we wanted it to to get a game on the three D three D S eShop, like they're not gonna be there, you know, or we won't be able to. So it's kind of it's 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 a complicated, it's a complex, I think, uh, topic. Why don't they just freaking like if they don't want to spend as much money, just make it like a seasonal thing? Yo, we're gonna open up the shops again during Christmas time yeah, or whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's fine. I didn't even think about it about that. Yeah, so it's not completely lost, but right. These companies have money, dude. They're just like they're hunting up their words to just like say it's a bigger deal than it is. It probably isn't as big as the deals they're talking about, but they want to get that bottom line looking as nice looking as as possible so right yeah and i know i know sony right they they were closing down the what was it the psp shop PS... or like the ps vita 
PSP three and later the Vita or something like that. I think that was the plan. Something like that, right? and, and then they went back on it, right? They were like, um, "We're not gonna do that." Um, but I don't know. I, like even that, right? Like I feel like at some point they're gonna close it down. Yeah. Right? Um, they're just like stalling, I guess, uh, to not get like uh, uh, any like criticisms or anything like that. But like. But yeah, like, like, what's, what's a, like, a solution to, to this, right? To, to be able to, to get these games. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's really hard to, to find a lot of these games as well. And it's like, you, you want to find them physically? They sell for, like, <laughs> the hundreds of dollars, right? Like, the Pokemon games. Yeah. Like, that's a huge topic I was looking at. Um, and, and something about, like, the Pokemon Bank. Uh, oh, yeah. And... Being able to get like the eight bit Pokemon in these games, and like you have to get them from these games, and, and being able to like put them in the Pokemon Bank or something like that. Dang. Uh, and it's like, like this is like the only way to get these games now, you know. And you're closing that down. If you want to like, play these games, you have to buy them physically for hundreds of dollars. And it's like, like, how? What do you do? You know? Yeah. Like for me, I just recently po- bought a Persona Three from the PS3 store, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they I think they would have already had to close that down. If I wanted to buy, if I wanted to play that version of Persona Three, I would have been ass out, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or find a digital, like, physical copy and use my PS2. It's it's so dumb. Yeah. And and right now, for example, like I'm considering because like, I got I recently got like a 2DS, right? Like I'm considering, should I get games that I won't be able to find later on, and just have mm. them on my 2DS? But it's like that's it's it's money, right? It's, it's a lot of money, and I, yeah. I do think there's like some sales going on and, and here and there. But like now, it's my time is limited, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I have to think which games to buy and keep, I guess. Yeah, and how about like the like digital versions of Oh, that was that was different though. That was like a limited time thing where they had Zero Mission and uh, Fusion available on the 3DS. Yeah, I think that was that was a limited thing. Yeah. It's a Nintendo decision. I don't know what they think. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah. But. Then you get into a discussion about emulation. That's mm-hmm. the that's gonna be the savior, the way to preserve going forward and all that. It's, this is there's a nuance to it, like you said earlier. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to encourage like piracy and, and like this type of emulation, but it's like what other choice do we have? You know. Yeah, yeah. I think as the, the produce like producers of the of this content and us as the consumers, they they should be more forthwith of how their what their plan is to preserve, or if they just like don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just thinking purely for business and you don't care, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
And that's what that's what America is about, isn't it? Capitalism. Yep. <laughs> capitalism. So, assume capitalism until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Any final comments before we start uh, closing this out? Not from me. Okay. okay. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, it's a little, little after 12 where we're at. Um, we're going to go ahead and close this podcast out. Uh, we really appreciate everybody that comes through and watches our streams. Thank you for showing your support. Uh, if you have not yet and you would like to, please drop us a follow. Follow us on our different social media platforms, on YouTube, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, different places like that. Uh, we'll be glad to have you. We'll be glad to talk about games with you. And, uh, you know, keep keep you more updated on our thoughts as, uh, besides this this weekly or mostly weekly podcast that we put on here. So, yeah, thank you very much for being here. Uh, thank you for my co-host for attending and being part of this. And before we head out, do you guys have anything to say to the audience? Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Till next time. Thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you next Saturday. Uh, but yeah, um, go buy 3DS games. <laughs> 3DS ain't dead yet. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next one.